Hi, welcome back. I'm David Wolf. This is The Perfect Storm in Business. I'm joined by Terry Ostroviak and Andy Guterowitz. Gentlemen, welcome back. Well, hello Hi. again, David. Thank you, David. Great to be, you know, always a stimulating uh, subject when you're talking about uh, <laughs> the storm that uh, faces managers and the, uh, the workforce itself. And that's what we explore in this series. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about leadership, corporate leadership, as it relates to this mobile YZ generations on, uh, uh, in companies. The, the core question is, what is the effect of the mobile YZ generations on leadership. So we've got people interacting in a corporation. We have uh, leadership qualities that are uh, required in order to effectively manage or uh, facilitate. So what are some of the challenges or what's the effect of this uh, YZ generation as they come into the workforce in a company? Okay, as they're coming in right now. Now, once again, it's being fueled by, uh, you know, technology again. Uh, companies are looking for people that can grasp new apps very quickly. Uh, now, the Y generation, and the oldest one being today, is around 35 years old. They're becoming managers. They're becoming lower-level managers. And believe it or not, they are managing some people that are X and baby boomer generations. Wow. Which makes well, Yes, which makes for a very difficult communication process and managing process. Now... As for managers of, uh, of the higher ranks, uh, the X and, and, and the uh, baby boomer generations, they have to look for their five-year plan. Every company has a five-year plan. And in order to make that five-year plan work, you want to have a stable team to do it, a stable team of managers. Mm-hmm. So if you look in five years from today, you're looking that three out of four of your employees are going to be Generation Y and Z. Now, one of the drawbacks of Y and Z is the fact that they will switch jobs between 16 and 24 months. They're gone to another job. Wow. They're looking for knowledge. So if you look at that and you can't figure out how to keep the people you want on your five-year team, some of your five-year team is going to leave within 16 to 24 months, which means in five years, you're going to have to have almost a whole team, a whole brand new team to execute your five-year plan. So structurally, you almost have to plan for this turnover in your middle or upper management uh, where YZ will displace or they will choose to go for knowledge capital rather than, you know, sort of climbing the ladder or staying with it, I guess. That's my language. I don't know if that's the language you would use. No, you're, you're exactly right. The, you know, the, this generation is, uh, they're, they're really knowledgeable. I mean, they're, they're, they're very sharp. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, they're looking for something now because they want to affect something big. They just don't want to affect a small little job that they have. That's not the way that they look at things. But so that uh, management today, the X's and the, and the baby boomer generations that are the top managers today, what they have to be looking at is two things. Number one, as you just said, do I plan, but do I have a five-year plan where I know I'm going to have this turnover in my managers? Or do I find out how to keep these YZ people that I want on my team in five years in the future? So, And definitely the second part would be my way to go. In other words, yeah, you'd want to plan to try to build retention by making it interesting, by appealing to the value systems that drive this generation, these two generations. Do I have it right? Yep, you got it. That's what I, I would say. Terry, go ahead, please. I could, give you, I could give you an example, actually, of what's happening. I'm working with a company at the moment where a manager was literally told, uh, an older manager, 
um, was told that he was uh, he was on three months trial, um, and they were watching to see whether he could change because he can't he doesn't seem to be able to create a teamwork environment in his in his department. So he went out. So he he said, okay, that may be a problem, and I need to do something about it. So he went to some of his people and he said to them, look, it's obvious to me that uh, that we're not running a, a, a fully functioning team. What is it that we can do to improve the relationship? And one of the young people in the organization immediately just blurted out. One of the Y generation people said, "What relationship? We don't have any relationship." <laughs> wow. <laughs> So he, I mean, he was absolutely floored by that, but uh, he said, okay, but I'm going to do something about it. So he called her aside, it was a woman, and he said to her, okay, what do we do now to, uh, you know, to get you more involved? Mm-hmm. And so he had to sit down with, with this particular employee or team member and, and, and get to know her a bit, a bit better, find out a bit about what, what her challenges were, what did she want from the jobs, things like that. And in fact, he had to do with a whole team. He's, I think he's got a team of about 10 people, and that's what he's been working on for the last two or three months is just simply getting to know his people so that he does establish what what they called a relationship. What is the relationship? A kind of mutually respected relationship where they communicate with each other and respect each other's skills and talents. Now, you might say, well, it's the older generation who doesn't respect the younger generation, but the younger generation thinks that uh, the older generation, a, a bunch of ditherers and dodderers who, you know, who just yeah. don't know what's going on in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's bi-directional. Oh, exactly. It so is... those are some of the issues that need to be dealt with. Well, and you're talking about also, as you describe this, it almost feels like a flattening of the organization. Am I tracking correctly? Yes, it is. The idea of being a parent to a group of younger employees or younger team members is going out of the window right now. What's happening is that both sides have to be talking to each other like an adult talking to another adult. Now, for older generations who have been used to being in authority positions and use that function or that method of of, of managing or that method of leadership, that's just not working anymore. It just is not going to cut the cake in the long run. Is the principle that you just described, Terry, this idea, this really it's a structural language shift and, and really a cultural shift in companies, is it? The same for small business as it is for large business or, or, or midsize? I mean, in other words, do, does size matter? It, it doesn't make any difference because the younger generation, if they don't feel that they have growth and an opportunity to challenge themselves and a sense of excitement about their work, they're just going to find another job. That's what they say they're going to do. I don't know whether all these jobs are going to be available in the long run, but that's why they're moving around so quickly. Yeah. Well, Andy's guess, got a statistic yeah, go about ahead. how many times people change jobs in, in a short period. What, what is that percentage, Andy? Oh, well, in 2015 in the United States, 21%, yeah. 21% of Generation Y switched jobs. It cost American corporations – are you ready for this, David? It cost, it cost American corporations 30 and a half billion, that's with a B, billion dollars. Because it costs between fifteen and $25,000 to replace an employee. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very expensive ordeal that companies are going through. And of course, American co- corporations worry so much about their bottom line, but their bottom line is being affected because they're in the middle of this perfect storm, like I say, where if you don't treat or or give these YZ generations what they're looking for, 
to stay, they're going to leave. The point blank going to leave. As we they're- wind up this episode, I just I wanted to ask, if, is there historical precedent around this kind of perfect storm overall? And, and of course, we're talking about leadership today. Has this happened before in the development of uh, pre-industrial or post-industrial America? No, no, it has never happened. You have never had you have never had four generations working in the workforce at the same time. You're talking about baby boomers, Gen X, Gen Y, and Gen Z. And the big thing that makes the storm even worse is the fact that there's different philosophies of doing business, which of course is fueled by, as I keep on saying, technology. No, it's never happened before ever in the world. Wow. So glad you guys are taking it on. The company is YZ Generations. The website, one and the same, yzgenerations.com. As always, we're visiting with Terry Ostroviak and Andy Gutierowicz. They are the co-founders of the company. We'll do it again for sure. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on The Perfect Storm in Business.